Have you heard the old saying, you must love yourself before you can love anyone else? People often share that as the ultimate friendship and relationship advice, but they don't provide any guidance on how to love yourself. It just leaves us feeling either defensive, like it was only our fault that our relationships and friendships failed, or it leaves us with more questions and answers. How do I love myself? What are the steps? Where do I get started? That's why I want to invite you to a three-day virtual conference, Love Yourself First, how to develop supportive friendships and meaningful relationships. For three days from February 10th to the 12th, join me and five other amazing coaches, experts, and professionals for this empowerment event. At this virtual conference, you'll learn the secrets to loving yourself so that you can create lasting connections that will enrich your life. Tickets are on sale now. If you use my promo code Patterns Special, you'll receive exclusive access to hidden special tickets. And these tickets are only available with my promo code. So get your tickets sooner rather than later. Also, because we know you'll want to share this love with a friend, if you buy two tickets in a single transaction, you'll receive a 50% discount on the second ticket. That's right, you'll receive half off the second ticket. So if your friendships and relationships are missing the joy, affection, and genuine conversation that you deeply desire, then you need to get your tickets for this three-day Love Yourself First conference. Reserve your space by going to alwaysloveyourselffirst.eventbrite.com. And don't forget to use the promo code PATTERNSSPECIAL. Once again, get your tickets at alwaysloveyourselffirst.eventbrite.com. And use promo code Patterns Special to get your special promo tickets. I'll see you there. Hey, what's going on? My name is Coach Lee Hopkins. My pronouns are he, him, his, and you're listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you replace harmful patterns with new possibilities. In each episode, we'll explore topics that inspire you to be yourself, live your truth, and make lasting friendships. In this episode, we're going to talk about connecting authentically. You know, I have to be careful with that word. Too many syllables just messes me up. But authentically, you're going to hear me say it just like that in that cadence throughout the episode. One more time. Authentically. What does it mean to connect authentically? How do you do it? And uh, why is it important? Of course, I'll answer that and more and say the word many more times for your listening pleasure. Are you ready? Let's go. What does it mean to be authentic and connect with someone authentically? Well, I believe that authentic means in the sense of being who you are, all comes from your feelings. Being authentic to me means to know what your feelings are and be able to express them fully. Your feelings, I believe your feelings are everything and anything when it comes to connecting with people. You wanna connect with people over your feelings. In fact, I honestly believe that's the only way you can make a genuine connection. And if you aren't sure of what your feelings are, you will have difficulty 
describing those feelings to another person and that person will not understand you. And because you cannot describe your feelings, because you cannot speak authentically about what's happening with you in your own experience, no one else can truly understand you. See, it's the burden of us, me, you, to share our experience with other people, not just look at them, not just believe that because we shared a similar event. We both had something happen. We both feel the same way about it. That's not true. And this happens all the time. Let's say you and I were just hanging out. We're talking to each other and someone comes up and they interrupt us, our conversation, and they say something kind to both of us. One of us, maybe you, maybe me, could be annoyed by the fact that they interrupted our conversation. The other person, maybe you, maybe me, are thrilled that they came over to say something kind to us. We both had the same experience, yet our feelings about that experience is different. And it is up to us, you and me, to express to each other what we are feeling so that we can get it. Otherwise, we'll be misunderstood. We'll be left feeling kind of alone because you just don't get why I thought it was so rude or I don't get why you thought it was so polite and interesting that they came up to us. We want to be able to express ourselves fully to each other. So that's what it means to be authentically connected to me. That's what it means to be authentically connected. It gets even more deeper. That's a really benign, I think, example. But when you have a bigger feelings and bigger events that that emotionally charge you in a, a bigger way, it's even more important to share those feelings. It's even more important to process, know, and understand what those feelings are so that you can share them with another person so that you're not alone in your experience. If you can't do that, then you're going to find yourself frustrated more often than not, feeling alone and isolated. And nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. We want to connect. We're social creatures. We're humans. We want people to know how we feel about the things that we do. We want people to know how we feel about our experiences of being alive. So this is what this episode is about. Connecting authentically with another person. And the biggest hurdle, I think, to communicating our feelings is simply not knowing how to describe or name our feelings. You just don't know what it is that you're feeling. And you just say something like, or maybe you have a placeholder for it and you say something I feel something or I don't know I feel I don't know I, I feel you know like I don't want to do anything well that doesn't really describe the feeling that you have well that could be a multitude of things that could be you feel lazy you feel lethargic you feel resentful you feel frustrated what's the reasoning behind the why I don't want to do anything the 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 feeling this is what the feeling expressing the feeling that someone doesn't want to do anything. What's the reasoning behind that? That's what I try. I try and parse this out and look at the feeling as something that is causing the action. I look at it as something that causes the action. So I feel angry. I don't want to do anything. I feel sad. I don't want to do anything. I'm afraid. I don't want to do anything. I'm just in so much joy. I don't want to do anything. Do you see where I'm going with this? There's a reason behind you not want to do anything. And when you say, I don't feel like doing anything, you leave it all up to me to figure out what it is that you were feeling, what experiences that you just had to know why you don't want to do anything. 
Yeah, I'm not a mind reader and neither are your friends. They're not mind readers. We can't meet each other's minds. We'd be in big trouble if we could, right? So it's up to you to express fully and explain. But like I said, if you're unsure, if you're not aware of, you don't know what it is or how to describe your feeling, you are going to be in for some loneliness and frustration when it comes to connecting with other people. What I'd like to suggest to you, what I'd like to offer you today is something actionable because, man, I'm always frustrated with people just tell you to be yourself, live your truth. What the heck does that mean? Well, I'll break it down for you in some actionable steps. What we want to do here is get you understanding more about what you are feeling. There's a ton of words in the English language that describe your feelings. And it's often difficult to put the word with the feeling because what words mean what and what feelings mean this. It's difficult to do that. But there are many charts. There are many things out there that describe the feeling, the intensity of the feeling that you might have and actually put words in it words with it and the importance of doing this is for other people who've agreed upon those words they know what anger is and if you also can describe anger in your body you can identify it in your body they will understand more about you and your experience you're angry you're sad you're afraid you're fearful and there's a ton of different there's there's i don't know thousands of different words to describe the intensity of the feeling and also different kinds of feelings. So what I want to do is point you to something actionable, like I said. There's a couple of resources that I really like. First of all, there's Plutchik's Wheel of Emotion. I love that because that's something that really helped me understand my own emotions. It talks about the eight basic emotions and the intensity when it's more intense and when it's less intense. So the eight basic emotions are joy, Anger, sadness, fear, trust, anticipation, disgust, and surprise. And they also talk about the the um, the combinations of the feelings because they rarely come just by themselves. So it makes it a little more difficult to identify them when you got a flurry of emotions coming at you. But if you've got those eight. If you got those eight, even, you know, break it down and just look at the four. The four that we see most often are joy, or joy, anger, sadness, and fear. Those are the ones that we can really more readily, easily identify. So the actionable thing is that I'd like you to notice some experiences that you have, just little ones. And anytime you want to say that, you want to do something or you feel something or you just want to chill or you want to bring some vague emotion into it, like something that is not joy, anger, sadness or fear. Anytime you want to say, I feel like somebody should do something, I feel I, I feel uh, like I don't want to do anything. Try and replace that with an actual emotion. There's a word, emotion, there's a word for it. Because if you feel like you want somebody to do something, I have to translate that. If you're telling me that, I have to translate that. There's no agreed upon sentiment that, quote, I feel like somebody should do something 
is. Not for me. Maybe it sounds like, to me, if you're talking to me, maybe it sounds like control. You want to control this person. Perhaps that's not what you want to express. It gets lost in translation. I just ask that you make it really clear for your friend. Make it clear to yourself so that you can make it clear to your friend. Another great resource that I'd like to recommend to you is called Atlas of Emotions. It's atlasofemotions.org. And I'll leave a description in the the show notes. I'll leave the, the link in the show notes. But this is a really fabulous, fabulous representation of what emotion is. It gives you a visualization of emotion. It also helps you understand when this happens. So for example, you go to the site and you'll see a friend gets angry with you, then you might feel anger. It gives you a situation in which you might feel this anger and then an action that might happen, you might argue. And it goes through uh, five different emotions, five different emotions, anger, fear, disgust, sadness, and enjoyment. So like I said, um, joy, anger, sadness, and fear are there because those are ones that we can really definitely identify. But when you go through the site, you'll see that there are many visualizations of what the experience would be like for you, what the response would be if you felt anger, if you if you have difficulty identifying, this is the way you use the site, which is just super awesome. And I'm not going to geek out too much about this, but when you see this site, it gives you information about how you might respond if you had felt this feeling. So let's say you have difficulty identifying the word for the feeling, well, the way it works human psychology and my own personal belief <laughs> is that your emotion will trigger an action. The emotion comes first or maybe in conjunction with depending on which psychology book you're reading, but your emotion will trigger an action. If you have difficulty understanding what your emotion is, look at the action that followed. Based on your action, you can look back at that emotion and be like, oh yeah, I threw a chair. I was angry. Oh yeah, I ran away from this problem. I was afraid. Oh yeah, I cried. I must have been sad. And you can determine what the intensity of the emotion was using this chart. So it gives you, it's not even a chart. It's an interactive visualization tool. So I highly recommend you check it out. It'll very, it'll help you greatly if you're trying to understand your emotions. Because like I said, we want to get on the same page well, just like we're speaking English here, I'm speaking English, you agree that the words mean something. And so when you talk about your emotions, we know that the word anger, the word sadness, the word joy, the word fear means something. I know what that feeling is. I know what that expression is. And I, that's as close as I can get to you without being in your shoes to having the experience that you're having. You got to explain it to me. You have to be able to tell me about your experience. And so this is going to help you greatly. If you listen to this episode, uh, one of my previous episodes, Sidestep the Setup, you may have heard me talk about how I did not know how to express myself. I didn't know what my feelings were, didn't know how to express them. And instead of saying I'm angry about something that happened, I would grunt 
and I would be upset and I would pout and I would be like, I think they should know how I feel. And I'd be even more frustrated and angry, but I wouldn't tell him. <laughs> I wouldn't tell him because I didn't know how to tell him. And part of the reason why I didn't know how to tell him was I didn't know how to identify the feeling. I didn't trust the feeling that I was having either because I thought for sure whoever I was talking to would say, no, you don't have a right to feel this way. Like, no, I do. So this is the last thing I want to say about this is that when you discover your own feelings, when you start to put words to it, they, they're yours. You, you were justified in keeping them as your own and the expression is yours and it's authentic, right? Put words to it. Make the emotion, increase your emotional vocabulary and express your emotion authentically to other people so that you can connect authentically. I'll be right back with the Answer Reddit friendship advice question. Stop wasting time with people you don't like, you can't trust, and you're not interested in. Join the Patterns of Possibility Discord server and start making real, meaningful friendships. This 21-year-old and up community is dedicated to practicing real friendship-making skills. We provide a supportive, safe, and inclusive environment to discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly of our friendships. Here's just a few perks from joining our flourishing community. One, the best one I think, is that you're going to get great tips on how to find friends, how to fight fair in friendships, and how to recover from these friendship breakups. I host weekly friendship events featuring real friendship issues and resolutions. It's almost like free group coaching. And this is a two-way conversation. You are going to share your experiences with other group members and they will share their experiences with you. You want to be connected and practice these friendship making skills. The whole purpose of the server is for you to come here, practice these wonderful friendship making skills and take them out into the real world. See what happens and then come back to us in the server and talk about your successes and your failures, what you could do differently so that you can try again. Let's support each other so we can find real meaningful friendships. If you're interested, you can apply at my website, patternsofpossibility.com slash discord sign up. And I said apply because we appreciate quality over quantity. And we request that all newcomers go through a little screening process before they're allowed on the server. So if you're interested in joining a supportive, safe and inclusive environment that helps you make genuine lasting friendships, they need to check out the Patterns of Possibility Discord server. You can sign up at patternsofpossibility.com slash discord sign up. This week's friendship advice question is, how can I feel less anxious about a friendship? I'm diagnosed with social anxiety and I definitely have anxious attachment. I have a close friend, let's call them A, whom I talk to and I meet regularly. We became good friends after she asked me for help and I did so. In return, I might get a meal slash drink or treats. In her own words, she was grateful to have a friend like me. Her other friends have teased her that her achievements are partially attributable to me. However, some things changed a couple of months ago. When A attended to go home for the holidays, I sent her to the airport and we were chatting as usual after she reached her hometown. We agreed to have an online chat. However, she canceled it. 
Our chats become fairly sporadic, apart from agreeing to continue on some unfinished project when she was back in this month. In any case, she came back and I sent her a welcome text. And so this is what happened. So this person proceeds to role play. Well, they proceed to leave the dialogue of the conversation. And I could read it to you, but but I think that it's best that I summarize it for you. Um, the poster is reaching out to A for connection, asking that they'd like to meet up to eat. And a few times, A says, you don't have to meet me. I'm not really interested in meeting. Um, I'm a little busy. I just don't feel like eating. No need to ask further. So the poster continues to try and stimulate the conversation. The poster also tries to connect by perhaps studying together and not having dinner together. And A is really not interested. They say, I feel like studying on my own. And now the poster is anxious and they say, is there anything wrong between us? And A responds, it's just my problem. I don't feel like doing it. I think it means that they don't feel like studying. And uh, the poster wrote that they were hurt because there was the agreement to study together. If there were changes, it should be addressed. That's what they responded. That, that's not what they responded, but that's what they put as a sidebar to the texting conversation. In response to them saying, I don't feel like doing it, the poster said, sorry, I misunderstood you. The last thing the poster says is that I'm struggling not to take it personally, but it's very hard. All right. So poster, I'm grateful that you posted this message. You created this message for everyone to listen to. Um, this conversation or this podcast is about connecting authentically. And if I had to say, I know that you have social anxiety. We'll, we'll address that. Yeah, social anxiety. Um, I think social anxiety is where you are afraid to share your feelings authentically. That's why we're, that's why we're looking at your post. Um, that's my humble opinion. And I see it show up here. It's because you have feelings about what this person is doing or not saying or how they're behaving, but you haven't said that. You haven't said your feelings. You haven't identified a feeling here. And I know listeners, I just summarized it for you but i can guarantee you that there is no feeling here like there's no description of the word of the the experience that they're having i think maybe dismissed or disregarded are really good feelings to place here for the poster of course they want to hang out with their friend they want to hang out with this connection but the other person is not responding and not giving them a full understanding of their experience the poster is here wondering, what the heck? We were going to hang out. I thought we were cool. Something changed on your end, but I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on in your side, A. I don't know. And I'm kind of sad. I feel dismissed. Maybe a little angry. I don't know. I don't see any anger in here. I wouldn't guess that. I wouldn't guess any anger. But maybe if you felt, if you were like that, if you were dismissed, maybe anger would also show up for you or annoyance, disappointment, 
There's a whole bunch of feelings that are here that aren't being expressed. They're not being acknowledged. They're not, they're not coming out in the conversation. They're not being said between either one. Now, I'll give them some under, understanding, but uh, kudos, acknowledgement. That's the word I'm looking for, acknowledgement, because the poster did ask if there's anything wrong between us. But um, I would say that it's not quite and expressing concern, but it is not quite speaking your truth and saying your feelings. I'm upset or I'm sad or I feel dismissed because we were going to do this and now we're not. That's a clear expression of your feelings. There's nothing murky or muddled in that. It's very clear about what the poster is experiencing. And so I know this is friendship advice, but I'm talking to everybody outside. I'm not even talking to the poster here. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even talking to them and giving them advice for what they should do. I just want to let you know that this is a really great example of what it means when you are not talking about your feelings and the other person doesn't know. And it's on both sides. It's happening on both sides. The person who posted this is not saying they're upset to the person that they want to, that they're upset with that they're confused by they're not saying that and the other person is not giving them any feelings like i just feel like i want to study on my own wow what does that mean the poster is confused it's they're confused they're confused by it all right so now that we've looked at the post and the the workings of it let's talk about what the poster should do like actually give them some actionable advice and I said something along the lines of it in uh, the last few minutes, but I really believe it's important for you to speak your truth and put your feeling about the experience out there. The fact that you were dismissed, we need to put a feeling to it first. Whatever the feeling is, go find a feeling and put it to it and tell your friend that this is the experience that you had. Describe the event, said that, hey, we were supposed to hang out. Or more accurately, we had this text conversation in which I tried to connect with you, but you were not interested or you said that you were not interested and I'm confused or I'm sad or I feel dismissed by the fact that you don't want to hang out. Why? Because you were my friend. And I thought that was part of our plans. What I often do not say is to consider the other person's point of view. I do not recommend that you do that. <laughs> of course, it's nice to think on your friend's side and to think, oh, man, they've met a long flight or whatever is going on with them in their life. Like, oh, wow, you know, they're busy. <sighs> Please don't do that. And I'm asking you not to do that because we're coming from an authentic place. We want to talk about the experience and how we felt about the event that happened only. Describe that event. Put a feeling to it. Understand why you feel that way and then share it with your friend. There is no room for your friend when you speak your truth. Let me get you. Let me let me help you out with that. There is no room for your friend when you speak your truth. There is room when you share your truth with them. And they respond. There's understanding that comes from that. You do not make up what you think they might do. 
There's no room for imagining what's happening in their life. You have to tell them what you're experiencing so that they can tell you what they're experiencing. And that way you can be authentically connected. Most of us try to think about what they might be doing and why they might be feeling that way. No, let them tell you. Let them put words to it. Let them tell you. Don't guess. It's hard enough to figure out what you're feeling on your own. It really is. So this is what I'd recommend for you, Poster, is to talk about the experience. Describe the experience, the event. I call it the event, your feeling, and the why. Describe the event. Talk about the feeling that you have because of the event and why that feeling shows up for you. Share that with your friend so that you can connect again. Share that with them so they can tell you what's going on on their side. All right. So I hope that helps. Best of luck to you. Take care. My name is Coach Lee Hopkins, and you have been listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. You can find me at PatternsofPossibility.com and on all social media at Patterns of Possibility. And as always, I want to encourage you to be yourself, live your truth, and there you'll make lasting friendships.